Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Danny Cola. In this episode, I do an Instagram live conversation with my friend John Benaducci. Every time I talk with him, I get a little bit more uplifted. I am going to think about this guy as somebody who's a mentor, a coach of mine. Because every time I'm around him, I feel pretty jacked up to get after it and uh, understand the balance of living in the present moment. It's really, really important. We talk about right away how we balance our time and energy. You know, it's we're not in a rush. We're right where we're supposed to be. And that we should time to time kind of take our head out of the grind and look at things from another perspective. It's all good. Sometimes we need to be reminded of that. So make sure to check out John's podcast, MMA and Beyond, on all platforms where you can find podcasts with co-hosts, his coach, Ray Longo, and Steve Miraboli. So that's it. Enjoy the show, everybody. Now let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How much time and energy do you waste thinking about that shit and not enough about just sitting there and talking about here, coming from here? Because I waste a lot of fucking time thinking about branding and logos and how I'm going to fucking do my room. And then I just leave that energy out there and I don't bring it back in. And then I felt, I feel like my product isn't as good. You feel me? I don't know. I moved some stuff. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not rushing. You know, I yeah. have a schedule. I have a, I'm on a schedule for it to be done. So I'm looking at my calendar. Look, You know, I got my battle board, and I'm on track. You know, so if I'm right where I need to be, I don't have to really stress about it. Ooh, it's, it's such a good way to look at it like that. So, how how simple is that battle board? A battle board's simple. It's like, you know, exactly where you need to be. Right now, the operation is just continuing play. I have not read that book. This is so good. Enlighten me. Enlighten me. Until you 
Oof, dude, see, like, that's the type of shit I need to hear all the time, because I play, I was just reading some things on Facebook, how you can kind of get sucked into that rabbit hole, and, you know, you just kind of submerse yourself with the shit that you do, and how you think, and then, you know, you see charts on an entrepreneur having a good time, and then get falling into a rut of, oh my god, I suck at this, then you're going back up, oh my god, it's not so bad, and then you're going back down, and up, and down, like, we're trying to get to a magical place. I had a rough month, like a super rough month. So I had a staph infection. I had a fucking hole in my leg. They had to cut the fucking staph out. Then the fucking thing boiled and popped. So I didn't train. I haven't really trained, like had real good, like consistency of training, like every day for like a month, which throws me off, right? But I'm okay. I'm like, all right, it is what it is in my life. And then I got sick. Like it's been like a rough month, and my wife's like, "Oh man, you're having a rough month." I was like, "Well, you know, in the grand scheme of life, I was like, I can't expect to always be up. Like, I'm, I'm reasoning the hub, and it's okay that I'm fucked up. Like, I know I'm fucked up, but it's okay. It's like it's yeah. part of process. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. 100 right now, so I'm not really stressing about the fact I'm a little banged up. It's like, okay, I caught a workout in yesterday afternoon. What did I have? Did I get fucking sparring in? No, but I hit the bag a little bit. I warmed up, I loosened my back up. You know, I did what I had to do. So yeah. I'm like, right, do what I have to do. What I have to do right now is get back to 100%. And I have time to do that. And it might coincide perfect. Like, I always think about, like, um, whenever I'm all banged up, I'm like, oh, that's good. Because when um, the caterpillar's in the cocoon, right, he's fucking uncomfortable. And he's like, I am dying in here. And go banged up. You know, she's like, I'm every, I'm my guts are melting, and next thing you know, he's a beautiful butterfly. So I'm like, it's okay, I'm a little banged up now. I was like, that's important. There's probably some healing process going on that's painful. Pain is energy being released. I'm like, okay, so energy's being released now. I'm feeling pain. There's energy there. What's this energy telling me? What 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 is that going to lead to? And just let that happen. Like, I'm not trying to fucking stress about it too much. Because you could endlessly stress. Like, I'd be like, Oh no, what if I never get better? What if I never get better? <laughs> what are you going to do, quit? Dude, quitting is not in the DNA at all. I may be a pussy sometimes, but quitting is never in my soul. I, I, I refuse. I refuse. Well, I struggle. I've struggled with like depression before, but for good reason, because I was trying to win the game. Well, you know what, dude, John, I think a lot of people could relate to that because everyone in their own mind is trying to win their own game that they're constructing in their head, right? It comes back down to our programming and our conditioning. And sometimes subconsciously we can be put, we can put ourselves in this rut. And next thing you know, the story that we keep telling ourselves becomes the way we're living and ultimately becomes our reality. And unless we're cognizant of that shit, it's hard to get back out and into that butterfly effect so to speak you know what i mean and feel liberated and feel free feel like we won this infinite game like you're talking about but, but you can do that i guess but, but it's winning's impossible right what, what are you gonna do exactly the way the way you explained it earlier to me was very very wise and i think that's why i you know where our energies are attracted because it was deep it was deep sometimes i gotta boost myself up 
It's great. I got mirror talk this morning. I was going for comedy gold here. I'm not sure if it landed, but dude, I, I, every time I see you, I think it's. I mean, no offense, I think it's fucking hilarious because you do this fucking. Oh, I'm Okay, hold on. You're, you're... Well, we could, well, let's put funny aside for a second because I, I'm a big fan of comedy and I would love to pick your brain a little bit about comedy and that approach. But you're going back to talking about something that's very prevalent in the minds of everybody and um, it, it kind of gets talked about in a weird way. But we play that game with ourselves. And when you're in those deep, dark moments or like moments of despair or just like negative thought patterns, how would you say that, how, what's your, what's your heart rate variability? Where's your, how do you recognize it? How fast do you recognize it? And how long does it typically take you to get to a higher place? I told, did I I have this conversation with you about heart rate variability? No, no, I just thought about that because I just kind of gave it the equivalence of, Recognizing stress and then coming back. How fast do you do that? Hold on. Hold on. This is where I'm exceptional. Okay. Hit me. Now, I've always been, to myself, the least talented athlete. Right? Like, I'm no athlete. Like, in high school, I failed gym class every year. You son of a bitch. I failed gym class every year in high school. I'm 165 pounds. I'm 5 foot 5. Let's fucking think about this. Wrap your head around it. Wasn't this manable? I was stuck. I'm rock. Cause I was so. I mean, I was big. You know. Uh, so never really athletic. Fan. I, I I have a good work ethic, right? But when I see with the whoop, it does my heart rate variability every day. Every day. Right. Every day it does my heart rate. Explain that. Explain that, cause people may not know what heart rate variability is. The time from beat to beat, right? The time yeah. in between beat zero to beat. Six, yeah, it's like zero to sixty on the car. Is your heart rate variability? And mine is like the highest. I was like, holy fuck! It's like, it's like your heart rate variability is ninety nine percent. I was like, really? And I'm like, oh, you know, I can see that because when it's time to chill, you're done. Comatose. Done. Astral projecting, right? That's crazy. That's crazy. So now talk a little bit about the benefit of that. So how it pertains to being resilient from some sort of stress and being in like a depressive state. So this is, I, not just because I have it, but. <laughs> it's an eight. Huh? It's an eight. No, it's not an eight. It just so happens to develop. 
Ah, okay. Well, that's good. That's good news for people to hear too, because it could develop, right? I mean, yeah. Again, again, if you want to talk about you being five foot five and two hundred and fifty-five pounds, dude, you're a gym teacher's nightmare. I don't want to. I don't. It's hard. It's hard to deal with something like that as, as a gym teacher. Oh, and, and, and what about stubborn? So you're like run, and I'm like go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I might be fat, but I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> you don't want my 200, even untrained. You don't want my stocky 265 pound guy to punch you in the face. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. And there's probably a lot of gym teachers that follow my Instagram that are going to see this, and I hope they see that. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, but you know, it's funny. I had this one gym teacher, but I like to lift. I did like to lift a little bit. Like, if it was weightlifting, yeah well i mean dude gym teachers are gym teachers are weird because there's like a an array of like knowledge in between a lot of them like some gym teachers could be like really good coaches and understand how to move the body and like teach you movement patterns that are going to be beneficial for you maybe your sport maybe just for strength and conditioning and then there are some gym teachers that are just like yeah you go over there and you do this you know and uh that depends on like what the the kids are able to do as far as like uh, learn and, and give that energy to wanting to learn and maybe like it's a bad mix of kids with that teacher maybe there's somebody like you who needs somebody to tell them proper technique proper movement proper encouragement and then that you know that energy is off between a lot of teachers and students you know it'd be cool it'd be dope if in gym class you actually like worked out like for real like you did like uh, a class had like a weightlifting uh, day yeah in in schools now I feel like in schools now there's a lot of that there's definitely a lot of that the lack of creativity I'm like wow you have like a school's budget around something you could really have a dope workout program definitely a lot of schools do five days a week you could do the programming great imagine if you knew that your classes and your gym you were gonna get someone five days a week showing up for forty five minutes. That's great. You're like, wow, and they're gonna do that for a year. Yeah, you know, I I tell you, in theory, it sounds amazing, but the culture in a lot of schools is pretty like. <clears throat> so you know, and they started off with the best thing here. You have your dream client. They they gotta be there every day for a year. Yeah. And some, dude, don't get me wrong. Some of them have a lot of good progress that happens over a year, but because culture overall in a lot of places is low and the morale is low as far as like energy to, to, uh, participate, it's like, Oh, I don't want to do this. That's the first inclination to a lot of, a lot of kids. Like it really takes the right combination of like environment teacher up, you know, like upbeat type personality. Uh, and I don't know. I just think that, uh, yeah, some kids benefit a lot are just given the, like, they have the mentality, eh, I'm not going to do this shit. I'm not buying in. Unfortunately, that's the reality. That's the truth. I see that shit. Yeah. But I tell you what, gym teachers are lucky. My wife is an English teacher. Gym teachers don't take home any work. I mean, look, yeah, I try not to. I try not to take home as. I mean, I taught health too, but I tried not to take home any work ever. You know, dude, the 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 goal at the end of the day is to make 
like obviously teach content, but to make students feel enthusiastic and inspired to be the best version of themselves every day. Like I always remember this, like people are always going to remember how you make them feel. And like, if they make, if you make them feel shitty, they're not going to want to be around you. They won't be receptive to the information wisdom you have to give to them. I like reaching out to you because I feel good after leaving a conversation with you. Right. But like as a coach, as a coach and as a mentor, as a teacher, I remember that all, all the time. I want to make these students any, you know, wherever I or clients or however athletes, however I meet them, I want to make them feel like they're able to accomplish anything. And that is the most important thing because that then they'll buy into your program. Man, so you know, I'm a historian. That's right. So I'm a I want to do more with the history stuff, but I'm not exactly sure how to do it. I used to do a fake history where I did a historical figure, I made a workout for him, but it didn't really hit. Maybe that wasn't, didn't do him cool enough. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. This is like, this is, uh, don't let me tell you how to live your life, number one. Number two, you just <laughs> you just need to like put the camera on, smoke a joint, and just start talking about whatever and call it the hit whatever about history about this. Yeah, I definitely think you should because you start talking about different types of gods and different types of energy and different types of. Yeah. Right, right, right. But probably the, 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 the highest percentages of prevailing was Julius Caesar. I mean, you want people to work for you. And you know what? I want to hear that more. I want to hear that more because people put themselves in 40 years old. They say, I'm down. I'm done. I can't move anymore. And I was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday down the street. He's 27 years old. He goes, I only got a couple more years before my body starts breaking down on me. I was like, yeah, if you keep telling yourself that, like I'm 31 and I feel the best I've ever felt. And I'm going to continue to feel better if I continue this type of inward work and exercise and movement. But like we have more on our on our tank than people think, don't you agree? Better now than I did as a kid. 
I just ignored it more as a kid. You know, I think just when in my tw- in your twenties, you you're probably more backed up. Yeah. And you ignore. It. Yeah. And then you learn that that's not a good idea. So when you feel something in your thirties, you're like, oh, this hurts. Yeah. Maybe I should address this before I have to get surgery on it. If you're wise, if you're wise. If you're wise, if, exactly. If, if you're super negative, you just don't do anything. Which is actually worse. Right. Like he hurt my hip a couple days ago, and then I was like, I gotta go to the gym and train. And I trained for like an hour, nice and smooth, and it felt a little better. Full roll, got a massage, took a hot bath. You know, I I fucking deserve it. Right? I'm a professional athlete. Okay. Yes. So you have to put that. Dude, how about this? All right, I I just thought of something when you said that because like. If you're wise, you pay attention to those ailments, and then you take you take a, a protocol so that you can fix it. You don't let it get swept under the rug. How about same thing with emotional type of shit, right? So trauma that gets sit that sits inside, we sweep it away. We don't want to acknowledge it because it's too scary. You don't do something about that. What happens? I mean, that's a good point, right? The- that you have to deal with exercising your emotions also very very yeah it's a very big part of the game that we don't acknowledge I don't necessarily want my emotions to lead the dance but uh, when I feel them that's a signal it's a right. signal that this yeah right. what we yeah I was thinking about this the other day what we feel is usually right why we feel it we're bad at attribution yeah right let's say um Hey, I hear you. I hear you. I'm just gonna get my my cord from uh, from my computer. Give me. Just keep talking, right? So, what we feel is usually real, like, and what we observe sometimes. But why do we attribute it? Often false. So you lose 20 pounds because you happen to like have a new job and you have been eating less and uh, and just have be, being more active, right? But during that time, also you started taking this like supplement. And then you're like, oh, it was a supplement that did it. But it wasn't. You noticed you lost weight, but it wasn't a supplement. You attributed it to something that you might that it wasn't that. You would have lost that without that. Mm. And then like, something might happen. Like, it might be like, oh, this person was a dick to me. Well, you may have felt that they were like a little harsh with you, but why could be all different types of reasons. Did you come off like a dick to them? Right? Yeah, Maybe. for sure, for sure, and that's like the the crazy. Uh, you felt progressive, so you felt that, that you're probably right, but why? Why you think they were? Are you right? right? How we attribute things? There could why? be a million reasons, and you know what? That's where people like to go to a lot of times. They like to uh, second guess themselves. Alexis Robertson, welcome, Alexis Robertson, the connector. Yeah. And Alexis was in New York, and I totally dropped the ball twice. He was here, and I did it, and uh, I wasn't able to to make it happen. It wasn't meant but, to be. Uh, no, definitely not. Yeah. Maybe you know what? It looked like she had a great trip in New York City. Yeah, she so, did. I think she's yeah, traveling again that. today. <laughs> you know, I am indigenous to the center of the universe, so. 
Definitely. Hey, speaking of uh, international, Manimal, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, Manimal training camp Costa Rica or Manimal training camp Miami? Have you thought more about that? I thought more about it, but I'm going to tell you something. Um, the reason I have a partner is to keep me focused. Mm. We got to be able to do this online thing properly. Mm. But I had another thing in the mix to get in the way of that. Stick to the script online thing and we'll work on a camp once that once we finish that collect the data do the back end stuff then we'll schedule another camp collect the data do the back end stuff that see like this is the shit that i need to learn so is that more your partner's job to understand that type of shit well i i mean we all do the work but yeah keep me focused be like yo how's that the back end work has to be done and sometimes you do it better than other times Hmm. like if you're Let's say in fight camp, that might get in the way of the back end stuff. He might shore that up. But if I'm not, then I can do the back end stuff. So dope. Did you see the handmade runes that I did for all my two day camp attendees? So uh, I, no, you were telling me about them, but I don't think I saw them. I like customer service. So if you can do things any way you want, do them any way you want. So when I do something, I'm like, okay, I have a blank, blank slate. This is Manimal training camp. This isn't fucking anyone else's. So what do I do? I make the runes. You came to to, to two-day camp. I spoke to you for two days. I kind of observed you, right? And uh, I got a sense for what you're looking for in life. And I carve runes, which are symbols of power, based on what I observed during your workouts, our interactions, and everything that went on. And I enchant these runes in the traditional Viking way. Then I send it to, I send it to them, wax sealed. I give them a certificate that they two day certified savage. And I really wrap the experience up, give them a program to follow after them. I put them in my athlete tracking system, modified, and they get three workouts a week. So I'm just going to kind of make that process standardized for an online program. Like as far as the, the workouts that we do, the, the follow up, Will almost be the whole goal for the the online program. Dude, I love that. That's that's beautiful. It's gonna be tough to have a good follow up if I'm in fucking Miami running a camp. That that takes a lot of energy to run the camp. It's gonna be tough to do both at the same time. And I am overly ambitious by my nature. Yeah. And I, sometimes I need someone to make sure that my ambition is focused in a way that makes us exceptional and not drop the ball. So I thank the gods that they gave me. All the shit I went through in my other spot I see now was just to get a partner that balanced me out. You know? So it was like the price of admission. Like, can you recover from that? Because I could have been a bitch and not. It would have been easy to be a bitch after that. Most people would wrap it up uh, a few times over. So Definitely. You know, what is that Oscar Wilde quote? Uh, life is fucked up because it gives you the test that teaches you the lesson. Yeah. And that, you know? that and it constantly keeps going like, and I, going. Like, my gym didn't work out in New York for a lot of reasons. 
But uh, I'm like, oh, if, it, if I had my partner with me, it would have wound up. But it's better than it didn't, probably. And I don't know if I'd ever want to revisit that. I love being mobile. I was even thinking of trying to make it so I could go live anywhere, which seems like I could maybe get a little light set up for my camera. I got lights to put up in here, too. I'm going to I'm gonna set the studio up, too. Watch. Next week, this is a work in progress, but right next week, see this curtain? Dude, I I'm really inspired right now by what you're saying. <laughs> it's fucking hitting here, man. I'm telling you because like the the way that you visualize like uh, paths, it's 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 like prioritizing and compartmentalizing the uh, the eternal now, right? <laughs> That's. I mean, I- Yeah. That's like a skill to, to, to put the right people around you. Listen yeah. To the right people. It's tough. And it's hard to be coachable. Right. I have to tell myself, yo, you don't know shit. Yes. Yes. You don't know shit. You're smart. But fuck, you really know. It's like, you know, it's choppy the limits of what we know. Um, I agree with you. That's And that's hard for a lot of people to internalize. Do you have the audio on this? I do. I do. I got the audio. Yo, the problem, this GoPro is good, but its battery life is like one hour. It's like the shittiest battery life ever. Yeah, I fucking like hate GoPro technology. It's like pretty cool because it does like, it don't give But the battery life is shitty, and I got a spare battery for it too. So I could change the battery. I should probably do that, right? Yeah, it's not one of those things where you can just keep plugged in. Wow. She is so asleep. Yeah, she is. My dogs are downstairs, like, fucking barking like crazy. Uh, hey, what are, your, what are your thoughts about dogs being kind of telepathic and, like, uh, better at interpreting information? Or, like, more sensitive to interpreting higher frequencies and vibration? Everything's energy, right? And a dog's just more sensitive to energy. Because they don't have a bunch of shit blocking their sensitivity to physical, uh, mostly physical energy, and close to physical energy. Dogs aren't exactly out there astral projecting, but in this world and close to it, they're uh, very sensitive energetically. Yeah, I feel that. And and also, too, I find... I swear to the fucking gods, when my other dog went blind, then she could see spirits. I was like... Wow. Wild. Right, 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 right. 
that's uh that, that's interesting that's interesting and then like how it pertains to like the human psyche dude trust there's your uh, right a dog and a wolf right a dog's and wolf my husky looked a lot like a wolf but they weren't the same animal right i mean probably if you did the dna you'd probably be super close right it might be even the same probably between my husky and that wolf yeah but very different right right Animal. Wait, listen, to what we're talking about? We're talking about animals and the human psyche. Is that like a little? That's weird, right? We're talking. I'm talking to the manimal about animals and human psyche. <laughs> and I, honestly, I don't feel I didn't like plan that. I just thought that was appropriate. Yeah, that's appropriate. We should talk about the animals. That's the fun. I did. Uh, I had. I just put up that YouTube video. It's like the manimal movement. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and and. Leia comes in the room, my dog comes in, and she had just woke up, and she does, like, her stretch for a few seconds, and she loosened up, and she, like, shook it out, I was like, that's it, right there, boom, that's the... That's how you do it. Woke up, she loosened up a little bit, you know, I mean, it takes me a little more time, she doesn't exactly, like, drive in the car all day, and, you know, she's not fighting all day, but you have to remember, I'm also doing more than the dog. Maybe yeah. she definitely wants to like run all day though, but she's tired now. I put the weighted vest on her. You put the weighted vest on your dog? Oh yeah, I put the. She's fucking fast. She's an athlete. The doctor said she has a perfect body. That's great. Yeah, she said she's in great shape. She's jacked as fuck. How old is your dog? Around Manny, but I'm such a good coach. I'm such a good coach. What I do? Made her more jacked. That's fucking. See, like. Hey, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start calling you three times a week because I need to get as much of that good coaching from you as possible. You feel, you feel me? You're so funny. Well, you know, that's what I'm trying to do tiered service with my animal training camp online. So one tier, the first tier is online only. That's just the programming, your animal archetype, and based on your animal archetype workouts specific to you. And, you know, content. Special content. I fucking love it. Then the next year would be like a monthly, once a month coaching call. And then the next tier up would be a once a week coaching call. And then so you have three tiers of pricing and service. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm I'm also in that process of like restructuring stuff. I actually, I mean, not re... You're always restructuring stuff, right? But uh, I'm constantly trying to... growing. Say that again. You're choppy, you're choppy. What did you say prior to that? You said you're just growing, I think. Hold on, you're choppy. Give it a second. Give it a second. Hold on, you're choppy. All right, try again. What I was saying was, um, I'm always trying to reevaluate how I'm structuring things as like a, you know. I don't know, six months solo, not even in like five months solo as an entrepreneur, not a teacher anymore, just training, just doing online stuff, doing workshops and trying to, I'm sorry. How's the online program going? It's, it's good. It's good. It's like, I'm getting really, really good feedback from a lot of people. Um, but it's just like, 
it's just like structuring them, you know, a little bit more in an organized manner. I'm trying to figure out and I just don't know the best way to go about that. You know, like which days do I want to film? Which days am I going to upload? How much time does that all take? Then the structure of the month to month program or is it going to be in a different tier pro? Like I don't have like an actual tier system like you're talking about. It's kind of just like all over the place and I'm seeing what kind of works best or what I like and I'm for this program we decided to use the software that I just used in my CrossFit gym. Yeah. Provide this way. It has all the athletes that are in it. I can program workouts for them. I can make different exercises custom. Yeah, I use a, I use a program similar to that too. Programs. It builds them. It does the billing through them also, so I don't have to fuck with that. Yeah, could you customize it for them too? <laughs> Do I what? I mean, can you like, can you customize it with your personal branding on there too? Oh, got it. Is that custom? Is that now? Eventually, yeah, I'll make an app. Let me run the fucking program. For like you don't even years. have to make an app. Like it, th- those programs that you're talking about right now, the way you, you have it set up, that's solid. I mean, I use I use one of the same things, but the one that I have, they let you like customize like your own branding on it, so that you don't have to make your own app. You know. Yeah. But I'm not afraid of I didn't like it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just simpler for me. Upload that to you. Yeah. I feel you. Know, you. I, it was like too involved for me. Yeah, so I feel I, you. But I want to find a way to like integrate stuff too. Like to integrate someone's group data and then my fitness pal. And that'll give you a good estimate of like what you should eat. So you like the whoop strap, huh? I'm skeptical of I'm all like, these. I'm skeptical of all these, like, fucking heart rate monitors and, and straps. It's not the most accurate for non-cardio workouts. Like, I don't know. That, I had a turbo strap. That was better. Okay. That was better for non-cardio workouts. The whoop, because if you do a weightlifting workout with the whoop, it don't track it right. Hmm. Other than that, it does your recovery great, sleep, it tracks your sleep yeah i agree with you like that's something i don't have like n- new numerical data Yeah, that's got to be great for fighters, for sure. For the full, for the eight weeks. I don't know if there's anything to be done with that, but... Hmm. What's the... How much do a whoop strap cost? What are those costs? It's monthly. If you don't pay the monthly, they shut it off. 
No shit. The band is No shit. That's how they do it now, huh? It's a good idea. Smart. Yeah. Everyone gets a whoop code to share. So if someone signs up, I get a free month. So you know I'm pushing that shit. I like it. Yeah. You know, it's easy. And it doesn't take up much space. I wear it under my glove. So when I put on my MMA glove, I wear this under the MMA glove. Dude, I I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna get one like that, and I'm gonna get my tell my online people to get it too, cause it's good information. It just helps you understand them a little bit better. Yeah, it's good information, especially if I can't see you every day. Yeah. I like the data, especially for my remote ones, and I I don't know why people when they wanna lose weight don't just my fitness palette. You know, I was talking to Ray Long, so my my coach. Hold on, pause real fast. The Manimal Zone podcast is brought to you by Whoop Straps. Whoop Straps are great so that you can get all your data so that your coach can analyze you way better. Okay, go ahead. I'd like to thank my sponsor on it. Uh, I got my Alpha Green. Uh, <laughs> Alright, at checkout, 10% off. And um, all proceeds go to are you uh are you an on it affiliate too that's cool yeah so um uh, my 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 podcast so the podcast i'm on with, with my coach ray longo and steve maraboli um we're sponsored by on it yeah nice nice that's great my co-host steve maraboli is the most quoted man in the world he's the what Where does he? Where are they quoted from? Just like him talking on radio. From what? He wrote a bunch of self-help books. Oh, cool. And in those self-help books, he takes out quotes, and those quotes are the most quoted quotes in the universe. Awesome. How much? Ah, yeah. I'm gonna have to look him up. How much has how much has that guy impacted you on a day to day? I'm gonna tell you something. The only thing that being around high level people. Oh my god. Hold on, I can't even follow this line of thought. It's the cockiest thing I'm ever gonna say. Say it. All I realized the more I'm around high level people is how high level I am. <laughs> You fucking narcissistic bastard. That was cocky, right? That's all right. It's good. It's good. I'm in the mix, baby. Shit. Fuck more do you want from me? I'm like the Rodney Dangerfield over here. I'm (laughs) MMA. No fucking respect. Shit. I'm the only guy at his own fucking shit. (laughs) So that's, that's that's the only thing you get around being high level people is how much similar you are to everybody? Definitely. 
decades of fucking work. So yeah, I feel like I belong at the highest level. Do you feel do you time. do you feel that I mean obviously just from talking to you a handful of times, like your interpretation of information is high level and you look at things from a lot of different vantage points which I think is a characteristic of high-level people. Do you feel like there was a time where there was a switch in thought processes that you went from being more of like a fucking stubborn tunnel vision type guy to somebody that just turned quote-unquote woke for the right reasons and started to process information a little bit better or not just higher level, a little bit more advanced, upper level shit, upper room shit? Was there a time when that happened? Yeah. When you suffer, you get to zero again. Mm-hmm. But I already accomplished a lot up until that point. Like, I, I, um, first, I used to own a hardware store with my dad. Right. My family business. Right. Then Big John's. I, Big John's, that's right. It took 13 years. We had a place for 13 years. I mean, it's a long time to have a spot. It's a long time. I'm getting legs. It's laggy. Big John. And ladies and gentlemen, that was the podcast with John the Manimal Beneducci. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. That's deep shit. That's uh, information that I think we all think about day in and day out, but don't talk about as much. And every time I get together with high-level people like John the Manimal Beneducci, which he is extremely high-level um intellectual thinker great coach just great energy i you know people remember you remember how people make you feel just kind of getting some of his vibe makes me wait it just makes you feel it makes me feel way better about things so uh just be around the good people right pay attention to that pay attention to how people make you feel all right and that's it check out uh my instagram at danny cola fitness check out my website dannycola.com for the next workshop um and let's connect in the dms on instagram if you like what you heard today make sure to uh rate and review the podcast please that would be fantastic of you to do and uh, yeah let's let's connect somehow some way until then stay classy san diego